so uh, today kind of we're uh, kind of going through the different characters in the Bible with the Bible story and the different things that are going on with that. So um, I want to kind of preface this with um, God's got a plan. I mean, not everybody got that. God's got a plan. Amen. And we can either be a part of it or we can be against it. But God's plan is going to happen. And so uh, lots of times in life, uh, we kind of believe we're doing what this is. Anybody ever done one of these? Especially during the holidays, a lot of families get together and do what? Put together puzzles, right? Have you ever got one of these that the box lid was the wrong picture for the inside no you've never done that before I, I did that once time and it was real fun uh because i was looking at this picture trying to do the puzzle and you know how confusing that is and sometimes sometimes i feel like god's plan is that way i think i know what god's plan is and i'm trying to put together the puzzle of my life and i've got the wrong picture right now the other times I have no clue what his plans is and I'm trying to put together the puzzles. Anybody ever tried to do that? Put together a puzzle with no clue what it is, you know. Unless it's a two-piece kids puzzle. I can usually do those, right? But if it's like this big, I need I need to have the picture, right? And so today we're going to talk about a guy named Joseph. Anybody remember Joseph and Mary? Right? Joseph and Mary. And I'm going to look at something in his life and I'm going to talk about this kind of ideal of when when God's plan intersects with your life and how you put it together. So let's go to Matthew chapter 1. Uh, and if anybody finds a little black Bible, that's my preaching Bible, that has got the, like, the crown of thorns on it, I'm missing it. I have no idea. If you sit around church or whatever, let me know where it is at. So I had to go back to my old Bible. It kind of falls apart on me, so I've got to be real careful with it. So, Matthew chapter 1, and we're going to start with verse 19. It says, Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not wanting to make her a public example, was minded to put her away secretly. But while he thought about these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take, your, take you Mary, your wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. Now we know that story, right? We have heard that. But I want to kind of try to get it into us in our life. And I want to start with, it says, Joseph being a what? Just man. Being a just man. Now, that word in Greek is diakos or something like that. You know, you can pronounce it if you want to. I don't really want to, so I'll just mess it up like that. So it's it's means kind of like a righteousness. Now, 81 times in the scripture it's translated righteousness. Like 41 times it's translated just. But what it mainly means is for Joseph was that he was a man that was fair, that he judged people fairly, that he was doing what the scripture told him to do. He was he was obey, obeying the law of Moses, right? He was doing what he was supposed to do and he judged people fairly. He was a just man. Now, for us uh, this would be somebody that is just, you know, treats everybody the same, right? That would be something, treats everybody the same, and somebody that is moral, right? They do the moral laws, like, you know, doing to others as you'd have them doing to you, those kind of things. That would be kind of a just man. So Joseph was a just man. And I really believe Joseph being a just man 
There's only like eight people in the entire scripture that they ever say was a just man. Noah was described as a just man. Now, what do we know about Noah? Yeah, but what, what did Noah do? Okay, not everybody got that. What did Noah do? I'll have to send you all back to Kid Street again. Okay. He built the ark, right? And he saved the people. Now, what was God's plan? God's plan was to destroy all the evil on the world. And Noah being a just man, God asked him to do something. And so he was obedient to building the ark, right? Now, Joseph being a just man, what was God doing for Joseph and Mary? What was his, what was his plan? Not to destroy the evil in mankind, but to destroy the evil in the world by what? Producing his son. So Joseph, a just man, was part of the plan for the Joseph and Mary story, for Jesus to be brought on this earth to destroy the work of the evil one, right? And so him being a just man. So he had a decision. He could put Mary away, which is what he wanted to do, or he could do what the angel said to do and say, do not be afraid of this. Take Mary to be your wife. Him being a just man, he was like Noah, a just man. He was obedient to what God called him to do, right? Now, here's the problem with my first analogy. God's plan is a puzzle to us, right? Who creates this puzzle? Who created this puzzle? The puzzle maker, right, the puzzle maker, right? The puzzle maker created this puzzle. So he took a picture, put it on some cardboard, and they cut it with some kind of die or whatever, and they made this puzzle. The puzzle maker made it. God's plan, who made God's plan? The puzzle maker or God, right? God made his plan. I am not the puzzle maker. I am not God's plan maker. And most of the time, I think... I'm supposed to figure out God's plan. But in reality, I'm a piece of the puzzle. Right? I'm a piece of the puzzle. Joseph being a just man. Joseph just being a piece of the puzzle. Just being a piece of the puzzle. And lots of times in life, we're running around thinking, I've got to put God's plan together. If I don't understand God's plan, if I can't put God's plan together, then... God's plan's going to fall apart, or I'm not going to be able to do it, or i got to process it. And, you know, with what my family's going through right now, it's real easy to try to be the puzzle solver. You know, we want to process. We want to figure out what God is doing. Why did God take my eight-month-old great-niece? Why? That's what? That's trying to look at the picture and put together a puzzle. When God didn't call me to put together the puzzle, he called me to be a piece of the puzzle and just be obedient to what he wants me to do. For Joseph, God said, listen, don't be scared. I want you to take Mary to be your wife. Don't be afraid of what's going on. This is inspired by the Holy Spirit, being a just person. See, for us to be just be called Kevin the Just. That sounds like a good nightly name, don't it? Kevin the Just, right? Kevin the Just, just be a puzzle. Just be a puzzle piece. Hook together. This one has one, two, three, four, 
Looks like it's got four four places. Most puzzle pieces have four places to connect to it, right? Right? Just connect to the four places that you're supposed to connect. What are the four places we're supposed to connect? One, we're supposed to connect spiritually with God. That's that's where God comes into us. That's one of these innies, right? I don't know what y'all what do y'all call those parts that go any? Huh? The innies? I don't know. What do you call those things? So so God spiritually we need to have any. We need to have God connecting into us, putting into us, right? Then we have our Audis. Anybody have our Audis here? Right? There's two Audis on this one, right? Two Audis. It's just great to grab the right one. Okay? So we have our Audis. What what was some of our some of our Audis are family? How are we supposed to connect into our family? How are we supposed to be the husband to my wife? How to be the father to my son? How to be the father to my my daughter, how to be the son of my parents, right? Those are all outies. Now, it might be some of you have some innies and some outies in that spot, right? Right? You understand what I'm saying? Some of you some of you are still having to have things put into you from your family, but some of you are having stuff put out. So, so those are part of the puzzle. That's two part. That's the second part. The third part of it is how do you fit into friendships and relationships? It's a wonderful life. Anybody likes that show? Yeah. You know, and of course now we got to watch it because it's our family. We watch movies, 12 movies before Christmas or something. So we haven't got to Die Hard yet. I'm waiting for that one. So, and if you don't think it's a Christmas movie, just, you know, you don't have to leave the church, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> so, uh, but it's a wonderful life, right? What, at the very end of a wonderful life, you know, where, where George is standing there in front of the Christmas tree and his brother comes in and what does he do? He gives a toast and he says, to the what? Richest man in the world. And why was he considered the richest man in the world? Because he had so many friends, right? And so his friends were putting into him, right? It was one of the any parts, right? But sometimes our friendships are outies, right? But we've got to have our relationships with one another, our peers and people we're, we're working with, right? And those kind of things. So we have God, he's putting in, family, then we have our friends, and then there's a fourth place that God's called us to be. Fourth place that we've got to figure out our puzzle. What's your calling? What's your calling? What's your calling? And, and, and really, the, the big thing about what you're calling is, is it's that part of the puzzle that makes that puzzle piece just fit just right. You know, like when you're doing a puzzle right, there's the borders. You find the borders first. I don't know if that's the way you do it. But you find the borders first and you put your borders together, right? Your borders, right? Why do you do that? Because you know where it goes because it's got a straight edge. It don't have one of these innies or outies, right? Okay? But also, you've got puzzle pieces that it just gives a certain color or aspect of the picture that just looks right, and it just fits together with the next little piece because it's got the right color, it's got the right shape. That's your calling. That's your calling. So you've got to know spiritually. You've got to know where you're at with your family. You've got to know where your friends and your relationships will work and everything. But then the thing that sets you apart in the puzzle is what you're calling. See, God does not make mistakes. He doesn't make a puzzle and like, well, you know, i got an extra piece. Let's just try to shove it in. That's not who you are. God doesn't say, you know what? I just never really thought that Rodney would become a Christian. So, you know, I don't know what to do with him. So I'm going to just shove him into my plan somewhere sideways, right? But we, we kind of think about ourselves sometimes that way maybe or something, right? We think, well, God, what's God doing to us? See, that's the way it was with Joseph. Joseph, we always say Joseph and Mary... And it's Joseph's kind of the side character to the Mary, right? Because Mary was the big dog, right? She got she had to have the baby. Now, that's a big dog thing, right? 
I've never had a baby, but I hear it's really painful, right? The big dog thing. But Joseph, you see that he got spoke to twice. Joseph, being a just man, got a dream that he should take Mary as his wife. And then he also got a dream about they needed to go to Egypt to save the child. Joseph got spoke to by twice by angels in dreams, where Mary only got spoke to uh, once, right? That was his unique calling. Joseph had a part to play in the birth of Jesus in protecting him, raising him, doing the stuff he needed to do. And why did God use Joseph? Because he was a just man. He knew that he would be obedient to the plan of God. And I'm thinking probably Joseph was like, what's the big picture, God? What's the big puzzle? You know, I'm trying to live life in this world like me and you do. And God's just like, I just want you today to do what you just should do today, to be the puzzle piece you should be just today, to be obedient to my word just today, to see what's going on just today. So where are you at in life? Where are you at with God? Are you trying to figure it out? Trying to figure out the big picture? The big picture? The big, ooh, I got to know the big picture. I'm not, I'm not going to be in this puzzle-making thing until I know the big picture, because that's what we do a lot of times. A lot of times we think, I got to know the big picture. Noah, being a just man, I don't know if God told him everything that was going to have happen to him in that whole process of 120 years making the ark. I don't know if he had the whole picture, but he was a just man. I don't think Joseph totally understood everything that was going to happen to him when he took Mary to be his wife and have the Son of God born into this world. Are you in the place where you're waiting for God to give you the big picture before you step out and be obedient to today's calling, to today's obedience word? Listen, if you are, repent. Right? Repent. I mean, that's been, that's been part of my struggle with this whole family thing that we've got going on with, you know, my grand, great niece and Anna with what's going on with her and, you know, business partners and things going on with the house building and all the stuff that's going on around me. And I'm like, God, just show me what you're doing. What am I saying? God, I want to see the picture. And God's like, every day, he says, just be the puzzle piece. Just fit together today with who you're supposed to fit with today. Do what you're supposed to do today to connect with what you're supposed to connect to. Let me worry about the big picture. And I'm like, God, yeah, but that's not fun. You know, it's like having a it's like having a, a full course meal given to you where they bring each little entree to you. You know what I'm t- Have you ever had one of those kind of meals? Where they just bring you like the, the appetizer, then they bring you the, the salad or whatever, you know, kind of stuff. Have you ever had that kind of meal? And you're like, I don't know how much to eat because I don't know when the good stuff's coming. Right? Have you ever had that? Right? You know, it's not like it's all laid out in front of you like a big frame of dinner. They just bring it up to you pieces at a time. You're like, and so lots of times, me being who I am, I'll eat a lot of the appetizer, a lot of the salad, and I'm too full to eat the good stuff, like the dessert at the end, right? You know? And, and because what it is, is, is I think I need to know the big picture. And, and God says, just 
Just know the little picture. Just know the little picture that you're supposed to connect with. And so for me, I'm struggling with, I've been struggling with just processing this is who I am. And I don't know, maybe you don't have that problem. So today's sermon is for me, brought to you by Tony Buchanan, for Tony Buchanan, right? And so as I was doing this, this thing on Joseph and I saw that he was a just man, it just, just really hit me. Just means just obedient. Just obedient to today, to this moment, with who I'm with, who I'm around, and who I'm obedient to. If I can do that, someday I will look back and I will see the big picture that God has put together. Because I'm sure when Joseph passed away, he probably didn't see the big picture of who Jesus was. Because he wasn't even in his ministry when Joseph passed away. But being a just man, he knew if he was obedient to what he needed to be obedient to today, God's plan would work out, and it would be the fabric of Joseph and Mary having the baby Jesus. Joseph being the father of Jesus. Right? And so for you, what is it that God's called you to? What has he called you through that you're trying to process the big picture? What are you, what are you struggling with? You know, grief, loss? Struggles in relationships. Maybe you want to be an Audi and you're an innie. Maybe, maybe you're calling. You just don't know exactly where you fit. You don't know if you're an edge piece or you got the right color or whatever. You know, I hate those puzzles that just have black pieces. You know what I'm talking about? Just the, or the white pieces. Okay. We're not going to get Horatio here. So, you know, you know, just, you know, whatever it is, it's just one solid color and you're like, I have no clue where to put this solid color. And so the puzzle maker usually always puts, like this has got little lines all the way through it, you know, so you know exactly where it has to fit, right? See, God's put in you your calling that makes it uniquely you so that you know where you fit. And so maybe you're struggling with that. You're like, I'm just a blank piece. I'm just a piece that doesn't have a calling. No, that's not God. God made you have a calling. You just just don't, haven't seen your exact fit into the picture yet. And you may not ever see your total fit to the picture, but if you just continue to be obedient today and be a just obedient person today, you will see it. You know, I'm, I'm getting old now, right? Anybody there with me getting older, right? When I was young, I thought I could do anything I wanted to do. I could conquer anything I wanted to conquer. I could be, you know, whatever I needed to be. But the older I get, the more I'm really glad God just gave me a call, a small piece of his kingdom, because I don't really want to be the big puzzle. You know, I, I used to think center stage, you know, people get the Oscar for best actor or actress, right? You get those people, right? I thought that'd be good to be somebody that was recognized as that, the best whatever. But you know what? The older I get, the more I realize if I just fit to what God's called me to do, my uniqueness, and I just really dive into my uniqueness and be obedient to God in my uniqueness, all the things I thought I wanted because of be center stage or the best actor or whatever happened to me, you know? What, what I really wanted was to be accepted by people, right? That's what I, I want to be accepted by people because that was my, my lie, my rejection or whatever. And so I thought if I could ever earn some kind of whatever 
notoriety, people would accept me. Listen, people don't accept you for what you do. People accept you because you fit into their lives in a certain way. And the things that I've been accepted for being in your lives and being accepted by you is the greatest calling that I can have. That's the uniqueness of it. And so I don't have to be the center of the puzzle. I don't have to be the, the whatever the puzzle. I just need to be a piece of the puzzle now because I, as the older I get, the more I realize the unique calling God gave me is enough. It's enough because everything I want out of life will be in that puzzle piece. It will be in that puzzle piece. And so all I've got to do is just be just. Just like Joseph. Just like Noah. Just like those other six or seven guys that are called in the Bible just. James the just. There are several guys that the Bible calls just. And you look at their lives and they were just obedient. They were just obedient to the call of God. And they didn't worry about the puzzle or try to figure out what the puzzle maker was trying to do. They said, you know what? I'm just going to be a piece of the puzzle. And so I'm going to ask you to bow your heads and close your eyes. And I'm going to ask you, where are you at right now in your life? What are you, what are you struggling with? What are, maybe you're not struggling. Maybe, maybe you're not having a, a great year like I am. Uh, maybe your, your things are going good, but maybe in the past you have, and maybe you've realized that this is what's going on. I'm, I want you to ask that back, and I want the Holy Spirit to come and, and just speak to you right now. Holy Spirit, speak. Guide and direct into truth in each person's life right now. But if you're here and you're like, you know, I've been waiting on God to give me the big picture before I just be obedient. And you say today, you know what, I want to kind of repent of that. I'm going to lift my hand and repent of that and say, I just want to be a part of the puzzle. I just want to be obedient to my spot. If that's you, I just want you to slip your hand up. Okay, I see those hands. Father, I just ask you for each and every hand that was raised right now in the name of Jesus. Father, that you would speak to them in this places in their life, Father. Father, that you would assure them that your plan is good and it will look good when it's finished. And Father, I just ask you right now that you would give them confidence as a piece of the puzzle that they are in the right puzzle. They're in the right place in the kingdom of God. They're in your plan. And you have got a place for them that they need to be. And Father, I just ask you right now to just speak to them and let them see that they don't need to see the big picture. They just need to see what they need to do today to be obedient to it. If you're here and you're like, you know what? Maybe I haven't seen the big picture, but I'm having trouble with God in me. I'm having a trouble with God fitting inside of me. I make my own plans and I expect God to fit me into his plans. But I want us today, I want to say, I want God to fit inside of me so that my plans are his plans. If that's you, I want you to slip your hand up and say, I need to, I need to change that. Father, you see the hands. Father, you see the hands. And Father, I just ask you right now that you would speak to these right now in Jesus' name. Father, that you would put inside of them your plan. And Father, all those plans and all those places that they won't control and all those places that they, they make in their life that they say, hey, you know what? God... I want you to bless what I'm going to do. Father, let them turn it around and say, God, show me how I can bless in you. Father, show them that in Jesus' name right now. If you're here and you're struggling with your outies, your family and your relationships and your friends and stuff, and, 
And how do you fit in with them? And maybe you're feeling rejected, not accepted, and you don't, don't feel really connected to people like you think you should feel connected. And you're, you're like, I'm not feeling like that part of my life is, is like it need to be. And, 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 and I want to see the big picture, but God, I, I need to just be my part right now and connect to the people that you've got me around. If that's you, I just want you to slip your hand up. Father, you see these hands. And Father, I just ask you right now to connect with acceptance and connection right now with the people that are in their lives. Father, with family and with friends, with their family of Christian, with the kingdom of heaven citizenship right now with the saints, that you would connect them to the people that they need to be connected to so that they might see a bigger part of the picture, be a bigger part of the picture, that they would be in what you've called them to be, Father, in Jesus' name. And the last one and the most unique thing is if you're here and you're like, you know what, I just, I don't know where I'm called to. I don't know what my my role in the kingdom of God is. And I, I've really struggled with that. And I don't know my uniqueness that God's called me to. And I want prayer for my uniqueness to be. If that's you, I'm not going to ask you to stand, uh, lay your hand up. I'm going to ask you to stand up. And you can raise your heads and eyes and all that other stuff. But if you need to stand up and say, you know what, I need to find my uniqueness. I need to find my call. If that's you, I just want you to stand up in the spot you're in. It's okay. It's okay. Father, you see each and every person here that is standing. And Father... You have made them unique in such a way. Father, you've given them gifts and talents. You've given them things that they exhibit, things that they show, Father, that are unique to them, Father. And Father, I just ask you right now as they stand, and they're saying, we want our calling to connect to your plan and your picture, Father. Father, I ask you right now to just speak to them in such a way that they see their calling. And Father, I just ask you for us as a body, as we see these people standing, that we, we draw out of them their calling, Father, that we, we pull on their calling, that we, we exhort them in their calling. We, we call them forth into the places that you called them, Father, that we encourage them in their calling, that we say that they are a part of the body of Christ and the kingdom of heaven, and they have a place, and they have a job, and they have a role, and they have something to do. Father, I just ask you right now, as a body, let us be able to minister. But Holy Spirit, I ask you to minister and call them into their uniqueness. And Father, I just ask you right now to, to seal it with your Holy Spirit right now in Jesus' name. And if you're standing, I want to encourage you. You're a just person. Just be obedient. You be obedient to what God calls you to today, you will find the calling. You be obedient to what God's calling you to tomorrow, and you will find it encourage you to find your calling, to seek it out, to knock and ask, and God will give you the calling today, and you'll see a bigger calling come forth in your life, and you will know exactly how you're uniquely fitted into the kingdom of God and the puzzle He's created. Amen? So I'm going to ask the band to come up, and we're going to finish with praise and worship. But if you get a word or something today, you know, remember, stand in the aisle and let God speak to you and we want to hear what God has to say through you because you have a unique calling and you have a unique place in the body of Christ to be able to speak those things to people today.